We look to you in all things that your steadfast love may guide and lead us. Help us in our doubts and worries and strengthen us in faith through Jesus Christ our Lord. Grant us the peace of our risen Savior as we celebrate this blessed morn. Amen. Now let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Our scripture reading for today comes from the New International Version Bible. Here from the Gospel according to Luke of the account of the resurrection of our Lord. Now there was a man named Joseph, a member of the council, a good and upright man who had not consented to their decision and action. He came from the Judean town of Arimathea, and he himself was waiting for the kingdom of God. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body. Then he took it down, wrapped it in linen cloth, and placed it in a tomb cut in the rock, one in which no one had yet been laid. It was preparation day, and the Sabbath was about to begin. The women who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed Joseph and saw the tomb and how his body was laid in it. When they went home and prepared spi- then they went home and prepared spices and perfumes. But they rested on the Sabbath in obedience to the commandment. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee? The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women, because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may have noticed that we picked up right where we left off last Sunday. Today we have the miracle of the empty tomb. Jesus was laid to rest, wrapped in the linen cloth. The women who had witnessed the crucifixion saw the tomb, saw how his body was laid to rest. They began to prepare. They get everything ready and they rest for the Sabbath. And then after the Sabbath, they come at dawn to the tomb to finish what they have started. And there they find a surprise. The tomb 
is empty. The stone is rolled away. Then they're told by two men in dazzling clothes, He is not here, he has risen. They're reminded of the words that Jesus told them back in Galilee. And they remembered those words. The women who go to the tomb remember this and they hurry right back. Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, the women who were there, who have witnessed this wonderful thing, hurry back to tell the others. And what response do they get? It's nonsense, an idle tale. Now there's something really wonderful about this because of the one thing that does happen here. They have witnessed the resurrection. They have witnessed the empty tomb. And when they go and they preach it, they're told it's nonsense. Except Peter. Peter hears. Peter hears and he gets up and he runs. And he leaves the tomb after seeing the linen cloth, wondering to himself what has happened here. But he heard and went to go see and was left with more questions. Now, you might be wondering why I love this part of the story so much in Luke's gospel narrative. And the reason is this. The women go and they receive this wonderful news. They have witnessed it and they share their witness with others. And what happens? They're scoffed at, told it's nonsense except for one. Now, you may be wondering, so no one listened. Why does that matter? And I say that's everything. It's everything because it didn't matter that all the others thought it was nothing. They shared the good news, and even if it reached one person, that one person's life was changed. That one person heard, and even if just an inkling of belief was there, even if it was just wanting to believe, they went out to know more. And there's something beautiful about that. Not that the others scoffed and laughed and brushed aside the first proclaiming of the resurrection, but the beauty of knowing that even if just one person heard the good news and responded, that it was worth telling. Because I think there's something marvelous for us to take in when we hear that. Because speaking the good news doesn't always get the results we would expect. Christ the Lord has risen. If one person hears it and changes, even if just one, then by golly, that's an awful lot. Because it means one person has been given that gift and can share that gift, can share in that hope, knowing the story isn't over, but there is something more for all of us, that there is something more to be had, that there is something more about this life, and even if it's just that they want to know more, even if they aren't sure, then it was worth telling. Because they have questions. Because they want to know more. 
To me, it makes the women who witnessed the empty tomb so relatable. They were going to do what needed to be done, and they were surprised by God. So they share the good news. And in Luke's telling, that makes this so moving. Because how often do we get discouraged when we share the good news? How often do we get discouraged and don't speak it anymore? That we feel that the people around us have already heard and already know it all. But here's the thing. The women weren't just talking about something that they had heard. They weren't just giving facts. They were relating something they were witness to. They were relating an experience. They were relating something that mattered to them. And it reaches Peter. Peter says to himself, I've got to know. I've got to know what they experienced. I need to know why they came back in such a rush why they wanted us to know. And there's an important lesson for us to learn in this. It's not a miracle that we keep to ourselves. It's not something just for our innermost thoughts. It's not something simply for our solitary reflection. God's message of hope and love born in Christ, his death on a cross, so that we would understand and know that salvation, that we could die with Christ and rise with Christ, that life has something more in store, is a message that we should always be willing to share. Because even if it only reaches one person, and everyone else says it's nonsense, that one person matters. That one person's hope, that one person's faith, that one person's desire to know more matters. And so let that be our lesson today from the empty tomb. That we bear witness to the resurrection of our Lord and Savior. But it doesn't mean just seeing and knowing. It means sharing regardless of what other people think. Because it just might be that you reach out and make the difference and give hope to just one person. And who knows what they'll go on to do with that hope. Who knows what they'll go on to do with that love. So today I share the good news with you. We are set free. Because Christ is risen. Christ has risen indeed. Hallelujah. Amen.